Dancing on the wind. There are times when I find myself dancing, dancing on the wind that carries me to no end. I look down and become baffled at the sight of a transparent ground. There are times when I find myself dancing, dancing with the wind. I know not where it leads, yet it upholds me. I know not where it blows from, yet it beckons me to come. There are times when I find myself dancing, dancing in the wind, twirling, enjoying, smiling and conforming, dancing with no fear of where I'm going. There are times when I find myself dancing, dancing on, with, in the wind. Okay, this is episode three of Laugh, Talk, Cry. This is Beatrice Madrid, and I have my big sister here, Natalie Nicole Madrid. Hello, everyone. <laughs> we got to praise God for big sisters because I can't imagine who I'd be without you, Nat. Oh, don't make me cry. <laughs> it's okay. Laugh, talk, cry. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Nat is actually, her birthday's coming up. June 1st is your birthday. You're going to be how old? I'm going to be 30 years old. 30 years old. That's crazy. We're three and a half years apart, so I've been able to kind of see her journey into 30. <laughs> that rhymed. <laughs> her journey into 30. But, um, yeah, so Nat's here today. Um, I'm excited to have you here. Uh, I just really love you. Oh, I love you, too. And um, the Lord has really done the work in our relationship and um Maybe you'll hear a little bit about that later in the podcast. Maybe not. But uh, what I want Nat to do is just share her testimony a little bit. Um, whatever you feel like the Lord wants you to share. And okay. then we can go on um, and just see where the Lord leads. Sounds good? Sounds good. I want to start by reading Revelation 12, 11. And they overcame him because of the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. Mm-hmm. And... There is power in our testimony because it becomes a weapon or ammo for somebody who might be in a similar circumstance to see there is a way out of this. Mm -hmm. So anytime someone asks me to share my testimony, it's like, where do I start? Yeah. (laughs) Especially for 30 years. (laughs) (laughs) That's not that many years, okay? (laughs) Three decades. But uh, let's just start. I'll start where I am now. Yeah. So I can now confidently say I know who I am in Christ. Mm -hmm. I can now confidently say, though I don't know all the details of my calling or destiny, I know what direction to go in. Mm -hmm. And in the past, I think um, I was very unaware of my identity in Christ. Yeah. I didn't know who I was. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to even find that out. So even though I came up in a Christian home. Yeah. Um, there was still that lack of identity. Mm -hmm. And I think that's in, in anybody, no matter, you know, what kind of environment you grow up in. Yeah. You have to learn who you are in Christ. Mm-hmm. So I think because of that, that led me down a lot of paths of um, sin, confusion, mm-hmm. and 
uh, just sin. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Yeah. Sin is sin. <laughs> exactly. And, um, like, even up until recently, yeah. I think I recognized the real root of all those issues was um, not knowing that I was adopted. Yeah. Not knowing that or not really understanding that I was adopted into the family of Christ. Yeah. That God was my father. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, the word says that our spirit within us cries out, Abba, Father. Mm -hmm. And so in that cry, my flesh acted out because <laughs> I didn't know the truth. Yeah. So I got involved in um, just relationships mm -hmm. that I shouldn't have been in. Mm -hmm. I was um, in sin, addicted to pornography, mm -hmm. um, just doing anything to fill that void. You yeah. know, I tried, you know, whatever my friends were doing, I was trying it yeah. to see if that would fill the void that I had inside. Mm -hmm. And um, so you know, that was years of digging and years of trying to satisfy. Yeah. And so, but at the same time, I really wanted God. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I really wanted to serve him. Yeah. And so I'm in the church, serving in the church. And then I'm in this relationship that I know I shouldn't be in mm -hmm. and stuff I know I shouldn't be doing. Mm -hmm. And then I'm in the church and trying to serve God and and do what I feel like is right. Yeah. And then I'm chasing money mm -hmm. and I'm trying to climb the corporate ladder, be as ruthless as I could, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And um, so it was just this constant back and forth. Mm -hmm. I was in the, on this constant, you know, seesaw of. I want God, and then I'm in a low. I'm just going to, you know, search the world. Yeah. And that really can tear a person apart. Mm -hmm. When there's a hunger for God, there's a hunger for what you know yeah. is for you. Yeah. And you don't know how to get there. So then you just chase the world to try to satisfy that. Mm -hmm. And that's where I was for a really long time mm -hmm. and I think I convinced myself that there's no way that you can do one or the other yeah it's you're always chasing both because yeah. who has found that yeah and I felt like I didn't really see that example of somebody who had found fullness mm -hmm. without having to run to the world to satisfy something deeper yeah and then I met Jade DiGaleta. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the first time I saw her minister, it was at um, Preteen Impact at Christ for the Nations. I was a student. Mm -hmm. I was interning um, mm -hmm. with the summer camp, and she was the guest speaker. And I remember thinking, I've never seen anyone minister that way. That's mm -hmm. like, if you know Jade, she's out of the box, right? Yeah. When she ministers, when she <laughs> speaks. So I just thought, wow, that's cool. <laughs> and I didn't realize that a week later we would be 
on the same trip going to Mexico, establishing a KFN camp in Mexico. Mm -hmm. And we end up sitting across from each other at the airport waiting for our flight. If you ever fly Spirit Airlines, you know that you're delayed three days (laughs) and a month (laughs) just trying to get from one place to another. So in that delay, there was a conversation that was sparked. Mm -hmm. And she started, you know, speaking about how God had done this in her life and she's been to these nations and she's done all this stuff. God has carried her here and God has helped her do this. Mm -hmm. And I was completely inspired. Yeah. And that's why I used the verse at the beginning, Mm -hmm. Revelation 12, 11, we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony because the word of our testimonies, her testimony sparked a fire in me that hasn't gone out since then. Yeah. Her testimony was, I have walked with God since I was 12 mm-hmm. and was able to stay with God until up, in, up until this point. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so that for me was all it took. Mm-hmm. This is possible. Yeah. I can do this. Yeah. And that was really the turning point <laughs> of mm-hmm. my life. Mm-hmm. And there was a, a lot that I had to walk through. And, you know, you said, thank God for older sisters. Thank God for mentors. Because there's no way I would have been able to walk out of that had somebody not been able to lead me through. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times God will do it himself. We see him do it with a lot of prophets in the Mm -hmm. Old Testament. We saw him do it with Paul, Mm -hmm. even though he did have the disciples, but it was Paul, God that discipled Paul. Yeah. And but in this case, I needed a person, mm-hmm. and so <laughs> he, um, he really used Jade mm-hmm. to help lead me into what I was desperate for. Yeah, but I was chasing the world for, mm. you know. So in that process, like I said, there was a lot I had to overcome. Yeah, when you have been. Um, addicted to something for years and years and years mm-hmm. I would have to do the math <laughs> you know I'm not that good at math but I can tell you the exact number of years <clears throat> at least 10 yeah you know at least 10 years addicted to pornography mm. when there's that and you want to flip the switch yeah sometimes I know there's testimonies of people who they mm-hmm. flip the switch God touched them. They never touched it again. Yeah. I had to go through a process. Yeah. Because it was so part of my thought process, Mm -hmm. my mind, that it was hard for me to view anything purely. Yeah. You know, even the simplest things. Yeah. Because my mind was so perverted. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, to say it as it is. Yeah. And so... That was hard. Mm. Walking through that season, I would say, was one of the hardest seasons in my life. Because it was like I had to transform into a completely new person. Mm. I had to be completely remade. Mm. And in that process, I had to die in a lot of ways. Yeah. And so there were times where I was like, I... I'm not going to make it. (laughs) We've all been there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was 
in a relationship where uh, we were already talking about marriage. We had already been dating four years. And I had to end that relationship, sever that tie. This is somebody I thought I was never going to live without. Mm -hmm. Somebody I thought, you know, we were going to spend the rest of our lives together. My mind was there. My heart was there. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden I had to cut that off. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah. You know. Mm -hmm. And so I thank God that he... He, he made me this way that I'm either all in or I'm all out. True. That's 100% true. <laughs> and sometimes that has been a flaw. But, <laughs> but at this time in my life, it was definitely a blessing. Yeah. Because I was able to make that commitment. Yeah. Even though it was so, so, so hard. Mm -hmm. So heartbreaking because I had to give up a life that I had built. Yeah. For a life I didn't I knew nothing about. Yeah. I had to give up give up a kingdom, quote unquote, mm -hmm. that I had built for a kingdom that I didn't even know how it functioned. Yeah. Yeah. And trusting in the king. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, just if you're listening and you feel like there's no way that I can live all in, mm -hmm. there's no way that I can it's impossible for somebody in this world to live totally in the light, to live mm -hmm. totally on one side of the kingdom. I just want to say it is possible. Yeah. It is possible to lay down those addictions. It is possible to lay down that heartache and heartbreak. Mm -hmm. It is possible to draw the lines that need to be drawn mm -hmm. for you to be completely committed to the kingdom. Yeah. I'm just going to put that out there yeah. now. <laughs> we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony mm -hmm. if i okay. could do it anybody can yeah and just look at our ultimate example mm -hmm. jesus christ mm -hmm. sometimes we forget he had to surrender his kingdom before the cross yeah he surrendered it when he said yes to being knit in a woman's womb yeah you know, mm -hmm. he said yes to be fully um, dependent on people. Yeah. On mm -hmm. a man and a woman to raise him mm -hmm. in this world, to care for him, to feed him. And then again at the cross. Yeah. So it is mm -hmm. possible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> Yeah, and I've been able to see that uh, kind of firsthand because I was also in the world when you came back to the Lord's house. And I'm like, <laughs> anyway, but that's not about me. So, um, but I think it's, um, you have really been a trailblazer for me, um, you and, and Jade both. And um, But you as far as like, because you're family, like you're my sister. And I got to see that through your life that for you to have to lay all those things down to pick up the cross, yeah. basically, you know, which isn't easy. Yeah, it's heavy. <laughs> yeah. You know, that comes with more, like probably more conflict than it was before. Right. But good. But yeah. Good. Um. So just be able to feel to see you carry that really uh, propelled me into who I am even today, and um. And it, there were a lot of tears. I, I mean, I remember crying and stuff. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you want to share that, but <laughs> but I mean, to be honest, like there's there's there was heartbreak, you yeah. know, and there was things that I didn't even understand. Um, things that are, you know, 
people around us didn't understand but right like seeing now however many years it's been what like almost uh, eight years almost eight years, eight years or being, something yeah um eight years later where you are now it's like wow that had that was totally worth it yeah and that was she had to be she had to do that and yeah. she was my trailblazer to where i am now too and it's like nothing but honor <laughs> i honor you now like you did a lot for me you prayed for me you fasted for me because of what you had gone through yeah. and how the lord brought you out of that and how jade mentored you too and just all of that it's like to see it now i'm like wow puts it in perspective it's like man it's like, <laughs> like golly <laughs> um was there anything else you wanted to share um, I think the only other thing I would share is, you know, I said I was constantly on the seesaw. It's yeah. like being internally ripped yeah. apart, you know, wanting God and then wanting the, the world. world. Yeah. But on the other side of things, no matter how crushing and how mm -hmm. difficult it was to get here, there's not a piece in the world that mm -hmm. would ever compare to the peace I have now. Yeah just to know i'm not in a constant turmoil within mm -hmm. myself with myself yeah there is so much more peace yeah. on this side of things yeah so if that ministers to anybody mm -hmm. you know you're seeking peace mm -hmm. and you feel like you're in a constant battle within yourself yeah there's peace on this side yeah would you say that was true for you yeah 100 yeah. 100 <laughs> yeah there is well he's like he gives you the peace that suppresses all understanding yeah it's like even with what's going on even if like you're in a conflict right. you know he still is at peace yes. and he gives it to you even if you have to go through things knowing that you can trust in him right and he'll give you that um but yeah 110 <laughs> <laughs> um so the poem that i read earlier was about the wind and um I'm going to read a verse that Jesus told Nicodemus because Nicodemus was like, you know, there you have evidence that God is with you to mm -hmm. come and yeah. teach us. And so uh, Jesus tells him that, <clears throat> I tell you the truth, unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. And Nicodemus is like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, yeah. I had to go back to my mother's womb. I'm a grown man. Okay. And Jesus is like, I assure you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water, being birth, and the spirit. Mm -hmm. Humans can reproduce only human life, but the Holy Spirit gives birth to spiritual life. So don't be surprised when I say you must be born again. And this is John 3, 8. The wind blows wherever it wants, just as you can hear the wind but can't tell where it comes from or where it is going. So you can't explain how people are born of the spirit. Mm -hmm. So when, uh, when in your journey would you say that you were born of the spirit? Like when you started realizing the wind was blowing and you're, you didn't know where it came from, but you knew you had to follow it. Yeah. You know, does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Um, the moment that I quit my full-time job, mm -hmm. um, quit full-time school at BBU. <laughs> um ended my relationship gave all my stuff away yeah and i remember that you gave your whole bed away i, was, <laughs> I walked in the room one time you're sleeping on the floor <laughs> <laughs> and um got in jade's truck and said disciple me yeah yeah and, and to the world that's that's 
why are you doing that? Exactly. Like, to the world, <laughs> don't you still need clothes <laughs> to the world? Like, you know, like, and yeah. even to me, I was confused because obviously I didn't know who the, the Lord was really at that point. And I was like, what is she doing? It's like, she's, how is she going to survive? She's like, doesn't have her job. <laughs> she's getting in this truck. <laughs> like, where's she even going? You know, like, but those are questions I had because I was still in the world. Yeah. And, um, but to the world, that makes no sense. But Jesus is saying here in the spirit, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. But you're supposed to follow. Exactly. You feel it. You flow with it. Yeah. And then in the poem I wrote, you're, you dance on in with, like, yes. you're learning how to be, you see, it, you're like on it. And then you're with it, you're learning how to dance with it, and then all of a sudden you just live in it. Yeah. And I think that's where you are now. You just live with God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and they were always growing, but you like honestly live in the spirit. So you would say that was Yeah, I the, would say the pivotal point. That was the pivotal point. Um, because I think that was the moment where I just really said, I'm done with the old. Yeah. Anything that represented the old place. Yeah. I don't want anything to do with it. Mm -hmm. So yeah. <laughs> Beast tearing up. <laughs> you don't have to tell nobody. <laughs> but it really has been, you know, when the Lord created us, created us, he put us in the perfect positions, you know? Like I can't even imagine having to be a big sister to um two little ones <laughs> you know yeah. like I had the best of both worlds I'm a big sister and it's little sister so yeah. I get both but like I can't imagine having to do that and and really carrying um that weight you know not that it's bad or anything right but, um but yeah just your story is very encouraging I hope it encourages you know everybody who's listening yes um, whether they're a big sister or not but if they're really wanting to follow Jesus and the Holy Spirit and the, know that they're adopted by the Father full for, force, yeah. then um, they can honestly look to you as an example of um, the beauty of having to go through the hard times, going through those valleys right. to really get to the... Because he's with you in those valleys too. Yes. And then he's also with you in the mountains. So going it through, through it with him to be where you are now yeah was was it worth it <laughs> oh every valley every mountain every cross was worth it yeah absolutely 110 percent, and yeah. it's still worth it mm -hmm. in this season yeah so yeah is there what so what are you doing now what are you doing now eight years later from the <laughs> first time you gave everything away, including your bed and your socks and, <laughs> <laughs> you know, your car. Yeah. I think I've, well, I had your car for a little bit, yeah. right? Um, so, yeah, what are you doing now eight years later? Still what I was doing then. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, um, still that, but in with way different perspective, mm -hmm. with way different insight. Yeah with way different motivation yeah and um with increased desire mm. so still wanting to serve still wanting to um smuggle bibles yeah still wanting <laughs> to uh, worship and you know all those things yeah and wanting to go far beyond mm -hmm. Wanting to go wherever the Lord will carry my feet. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, well, how about you go ahead and um, if you have anything else you want to say to encourage those listening, and then you can pray. And then I kind of want you to sing. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> sing whatever you have on your heart and then we'll close it okay. sounds good yeah well i just want to again encourage you that if you find yourself in a place where you feel like you will never get out just how i felt in that season of my life that i i was never gonna get out of this i was mm -hmm. never gonna stop being addicted i was never gonna find true peace i was mm -hmm. never gonna learn how to really pursue god there is a way out. Yes. You can, and God will bring you out if you call out to him. Mm -hmm. So, Lord, I just pray that if there's anybody listening to this right now that feels like there is, there is no escape for me. You don't know what I've done. You don't know where I've been. You don't know what I'm involved in. God, I pray that your Holy Spirit right now would fall on them. Yes. Lord, fall on them now and give them the courage to step out into the unknown. Give mm -hmm. them the courage to leave the old life and step into new life with you. Lord, and I pray for every person that is desiring um, a mentor like I did. Yeah. Lord, and, and, Elisha, and Elijah to teach them how to be Elisha. Mm -hmm. God, the way you did for me, I pray that you would do for them. Yes. Lord, that you would raise up these mentors and these Elijah leaders, God, to disciple those who are really hungry and really thirsty. Lord, I pray that as they cry out to, for you to send somebody to teach them, Lord, I pray that you answer their cry. Yes. And Lord, I pray that you, them, you yourself would also be their teacher. Mm. And Lord, I ask that you would um, just shower every person in the spirit of adoption. Yes. God, anyone who's listening, who recognizes these are kind of my patterns, and I, I'm realizing it's because I don't recognize and don't know that I'm adopted by the Father. Mm. Lord, shower them with adoption right now. Shower them with adoption right now, Lord. Yes. Lord, and I pray that you open, you open our eyes, open our ears to see you in ways we haven't, to hear you in ways we haven't, Lord. God, we honor you. We praise you, Lord. God, touch every person listening to this right now. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. I want to see you. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you.
I want to see you, to see you high and lifted up, shining in the light of your glory. Pour out your power and love as we sing holy, 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 we want to see you. Lord, let this song be our prayer. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We love you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Nat, for being on the podcast. Thank you for you having me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you blessed me. You blessed all of us. And yeah, love you. Love you too. <laughs>